Transparency Talks podcast is brought to you today by Next Level Consultants. Do you feel your financial security is in jeopardy because of bad credit? Well, you are not alone because there are over 80 million others with bad credit. And because of it, they are facing high interest rates as well as constant denials when applying for a home loan, car loans, apartments, and credit cards. This does not have to be you anymore. Let me tell you about Next Level Consultants, a credit restoration company. They are here to assist you with three aspects of your financial life. Restore your credit, rebuild it, and raise your credit score. And get this, you can begin to see results in as little as 30 days. Your credit repair begins here. With Next Level Consultants, you will get free analysis and free credit monitoring with one million worth of fraud protection. To start, it usually costs $149, but as a thank you for being a part of their community, you can start today for only $49.99. Visit them today at nextlevelconsultants.org to restore your credit today and get your financial life back. That's nextlevelconsultants.org. What's up, everybody? This is your girl, Butter B. Rocka. It is an amazing day. My son graduated. I got to see him walk. I am super excited about that. Um, We have an amazing show today. But before I bring on my special guest, I want you guys to make sure that you are elevating your mind. Um, This is the perfect time to be creative. And, And speaking of being creative, you can read my book, Fear of Failure, Fear of Not Trying which became an Amazon bestseller in seven hours. So make sure you go get that. As well as my boys magazine, Defiant Ones Teen Magazine. Um, They have six issues out right now. It's four teens by teens. And it it highlights entrepreneurs and athletes and everything in between. And they talk about money. Well, they talk about financial. Um, they talk about uh, mindset, they talk about health and wellness, they talk about a lot of different things, sex, trafficking, bullying, etc., etc. So make sure that y'all go and support. What, with all of that being said, we're going to bring on someone very, very special who I had the pleasure of meeting while I was um, at City Gala um, up in, what is it, Burbank? In Burbank, I believe. Yeah, in Burbank, yeah. 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 So without further ado, Mr. Jose Flores, how you doing? What is going on, everybody? <laughs> Thanks for having me, brother. Thanks for being here. Now, we're just going to dive right on in. You are, I, I, like I said, I've I met you at the City Gala, and um, I know that you're an author. You're the CEO, founder of Indispensable Now. You're an international motiva- motivational speaker, and you're a consultant. So you got a lot of hats going on here. <laughs> that's right. And a mindset disruptor that's on my hat. <laughs> right, right. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, so, you know, <clears throat> uh, outside of all those accolades you just mentioned, uh, I'm just a super cool dude. I'm an amazing husband, a father. And, you know, and I have a great attitude, but I wasn't always, it wasn't always like that, you know, because I was born, I was born and raised in the Bronx, New York. I had a great childhood. And, but I was born with a neuromuscular condition called spinal muscular atrophy. And so what that does is basically the older I get, the weaker my muscles get. Mm. 
when I was young, I was I was good. I was cool. I was able to walk and run and do all the things that normal healthy young boys do. And the doctor said that by the age of 15, I would end up in a wheelchair and they weren't even expecting me to live past my teenage years. And, um, but I have good news for everybody because this year, back in February on the 25th, I celebrated my 43rd birthday. Yes, <laughs> woo woo. That's right, that's right. And so I'm here just every day, man, I wake up and I, I kick life's butt. But you know, when I was in high school, that's when my body really started to take the shit. And uh, it start, my, my, my abilities and my, my strength started to decrease. It was like in my junior, senior year in high school. So like your son just graduated high school. I was his age where I was really trying to you know, figure out well, I knew what was going on, but figure out how I was going to continue with this taking, you know, its toll on my body. Right, right. Okay. And so, yeah, you know, but other than that, you know, I grew up, it was great. And then once this started to really kick in, I had to really just, just figure some things out. I was like in a little bit of a of a funk in a dark place. Yeah. Because uh, I literally at 22 years old is when I lost my ability to walk. So you can imagine, you know, that's when you're about to become officially an adult, right? You're like 21, 22, you're about to go out and see what the world has for you. And here I am, I lose my ability to walk and I'm like in a dark place. Like, I don't know what the heck I'm going to do now. Yeah. You know, and as, as this, as this, uh, you know, as my start, as my body started giving up on me, I just started giving up on my goals, my dreams, my ambitions. I was like, oh man, what am I going to do now? So I was in that type of mindset for several, several years. We're going to take a pause for the cause. I'm your girl, Butter B. Rocker, Transparency Talks Podcast. This is Mo Dre and Lucy Graves with I'm Enough. She's not the picture she takes. Far from the glitz and the fame. Behind the filters, a child filled with pain. But under it all we're the same Yes, under it all we're the same He's not the big shot he plays Won't show the world his mistakes Behind all the hype he's really in pain Cause inside he's going insane Inside he's going insane surgery. It went from being a partial ACL and meniscus tear to being a full tear, which meant it was instead of six weeks recovery time, it was a year recovery time. And I know that's not a permanent thing, but for someone who's on the go all the time and all of a sudden you get hurt and now you can't do what you normally are used to doing, it is definitely a um, 
it definitely was a, a state of mind where I was depressed and I had a lot of things going on. Ironically, um, the day of my surgery, because they couldn't tell me until um, they actually got into my knee, which was the day of the surgery, on which one it was going to be, because they had to be inside of the knee or something. So I didn't know until I woke up which one it was, six weeks or a year. So the same day, somebody that we both um, have in common that endorsed your book, which we're about to talk about, called me, Mr. Les Brown. He called me on the phone and he was like, you know, I know that this might seem like the end of the world and everything. And he was like, but I promise you, everything is gonna be okay. If you can look up, you can get up. And, and, and this is just a, a, a reset to get you in another, another direction, but it's gonna take you to another level. So with you, I totally understand how it can take you there and it can drain you and it can just pull so much from it. How did you get yourself out of that? You know, it took a lot of years of just, you know, personal development, self-development and me just, you know, building my relationship with my, with my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Uh, you know, I'm a man of faith and and just understanding that whole concept because I was really upset for many years like why is this happening to me yeah I wasn't given a chance at life I was born like it wasn't like I was in an accident or something happened to me like I was from birth like this so I'm like why like I was I felt like I was never given a real shot at life yeah yeah because I started out you know <laughs> in, in the red yeah and yeah so but it took a lot of um just a lot of soul searching and understanding that you know who I am and whose I am and just understanding that I have my own set of skills, gifts, talents and abilities. And you know, I had a I had a really, you know, cool family. My family never really treated me any differently. They always treated me normal, which is what I wanted. Yeah. Um, and so they never really treated me any differently. So I didn't find any pity from them. They were kind of like always like, do it, do it, do it, do it yourself, do it on your right. own. Do it, do it. Right. You know what I mean, that type of stuff. So that helped out a lot too. And that helped develop my mental toughness and my mental resilience. But yeah, just, you know, just reading up on things and, and getting into the word of God and just understanding that, you know, we don't, we're not always going to know why things happen, but that's why purpose is so important, but uh, that's why purpose is so important. And, 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 you know, whether you, whether you have a physical wheelchair, a physical one that has wheels, but some people are walking and talking and moving and moving and they, and they're carrying in a wheelchair that's invisible that we can't see. And so, you know, for me, I was, I, I just had to be able to understand that even though I'm in this wheelchair, there's still purpose that I have you know, over my life. Absolutely. And, and, I, and I meet like so many adults too. I, I meet so many adults that, like I said, that are shaking and baking and they don't even know what their purpose is. They're just going through life, going through the motions, you know, living, living average, living mediocre. And they're happy like that. You know, I'm, I'm not, I'm not taking away from that. Cause there's people that, that, you know, that, that are happy like that. Yeah. But for me, I, that, I wasn't happy. You know, there was a point where I just got sick and tired of being sick and tired. I knew that I could be out there doing more, learning more and becoming more. Right. And once I understood that and made that decision and that choice, man, that changed the game for me. Yeah, yeah, I can definitely understand that. So you you wrote a book called Don't Let Your Struggle Become Your Standard. Can you tell us about your book? Absolutely. I love I love when I hear other people say that because it does something to their subconscious. <laughs> you know, because we all go through struggles. Like I right. said, my wheelchair is physical. I got to deal with the struggles that come along with life in the wheelchair. But, you know, maybe people that are watching or listening, they have you know, they're dealing with anxiety or depression or low self-esteem, low confidence, you know, negative thinking, stinking thinking, right? Yeah. And so whatever that may look like for you, everybody goes through struggle. Everybody has their own situation and circumstances. And I want to let people know that they don't have to let their struggle become their standard because a lot of times something will happen to us in life um, and we settle. We settle for what has happened. We settle for the new set of circumstances. We settle for, like when I got into the wheelchair, I could have settled and I did settle. There was many years that I settled for it. I was like, all right, well, this it is what it is. I'm never going to become nothing great. I'm never going to do nothing of, of significance. And so I could have settled right there. I could have got on government assistance and got my disability check every month, which I did in my earlier years. But again, I was like, 
who can live off a measly eight hundred and fifty dollars a month? Right. You know I mean? So it's like you get to a certain breaking point where you're like, okay, enough is enough. You got to either figure something out or right. you got to make moves or do something because this whole living check to check, month to month type of thing, this isn't working out for me. This isn't my cup of tea. So I'm like, you got to make moves. Yeah. So that's when I started changing out and just going out and, and making moves. So when you had that aha moment, what was the first thing? Okay, of course you started getting into the self, self-motivating self and, and self-help books and stuff like that. What made you write? What made you say, you know, I want to become a speaker? How did you get started? Yeah, that's a great question. Cause when I was younger, I actually hated reading. Let alone really? <laughs> yeah, I hated reading. I'm telling you, if we had to read a book in school, I was always trying to find the movie <laughs> that they made for the book, like To Kill a Mockingbird. And right. So, but you know, I understood again, first through personal development and mentorship and coaching, I understood that leaders are readers and readers are leaders. Mm -hmm. right? So I, I said, all right, I got to pick up a couple books and start learning some things. So I started reading and then I started actually enjoying it. Cause you know, as you grow older, it's almost like wine. You get like more wine as you grow older. Right. You start understanding things. You start, things start to make a little more sense. Things start to come into perspective. And so I'm reading these books and I'm like, wow, this is amazing. I'm getting all this information, all these nuggets. And I'm like, wow, this is awesome. And I'm applying these things and I start seeing results. So I'm like, you know what? I got a story to tell too. And I've been getting a lot of information, a lot of data from all the stuff that I was reading. And I chose to I say, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and write my own book. Yeah. So, yeah. I, so I start. So I started writing the book and came up with the title and, and then everything that's in the book and and uh, and now I'm on my third book. I just finished writing my third book. Wow. Yeah. Has your third book already came out or is it about to come no, out? No, no. It, I just finished writing it now, so I got to go through the whole editing and designing the cover and, and all of that stuff. But um, I finished writing it, which is the most difficult part. Right? Just yeah, finished absolutely. All that other secondary stuff is fairly easy. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's a, it's a, my third book that I wrote with my wife, actually. It's called What Real Love Looks Like. That's oh, coming love out. It. Yeah, What Real Love Looks Like. That's coming out uh, first quarter of next year, hopefully. And uh, we just celebrated our 13th year of anniversary last week on July 7th. We got married on 777. Oh, and, uh, congratulations. I met her uh, I met her in, um, in um, California, too. Yeah, 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 yeah. She's awesome. She's, yes, she she's is. So awesome. Yeah. And you know, that was one of my main dreams growing up. You know, obviously we all have the dreams of buying a big house and or having the big house and, and, and the cars and, and being successful, right? And I've had those dreams too. But my main dream, brother, was wondering if a woman was ever going to love me like this. Right. Uh, wow. Because I felt like damaged goods when I was younger. I was like, man, you got it wrong with me, God. Like, return to sender. You need to do me over. <laughs> Right, right. <laughs> and so, you know, my wife met me in a wheelchair. She fell in love with me in a wheelchair. And here we are, 12, 20 years later, you know, we've been married for 13, but we've been together for 20 years almost. And wow. uh, we have two amazing children. And it's and it just, it just, you know, I'm living my dream right now. But like, I'm, I got my wife, I got my kids, we got the right. house, like, I drive my own car, we do, we do what we love to do. And I'm literally living my dream. That is awesome. I love the fact that when I met your wife, how supportive she was of you and everything. And then now hearing you say how supportive she is of you and about your family and everything, it just has me so inspired right now. I'm like, wow, this is amazing. Because it's important to be able to have that backbone, you know, behind you. And and I love the fact that she met you in your wheelchair and loved you regardless, you know what I mean? So kudos to her. I didn't even know the backstory of that. And um, I definitely look forward to reading this book that y'all have. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be fire. Trust me, stay tuned. Let Lottie Dottie and everybody know because it's gonna be fire. So so when did you um, start uh, speaking as a, as a motivational speaker? Yeah, I've been speaking since uh, for five years professionally. Okay. Um, just the last three years, I've been doing it full time. And again, you know, I was in corporate America my whole life, so I have a very extensive corporate America uh, background and experience. 
and I was comfortable doing that. You know, yeah. it's a desk job, answering calls. Um, I was in so many different positions, sales, retention, customer service, a supervisor, manager, like all these different positions. And it was great because I'm a people person, so I like speaking to people. Right. And plus, I'm from New York, so you know I got the gift of gab already. <laughs> and you got that accent too, boy. <laughs> but, um, you know, again, in customer, in, in customer service and sales and all those different corporate America positions, there was, I still felt like there was something missing. Like, and I, and I made decent money. Don't get me wrong. I made decent money. And, but I always felt like there was something missing. Like there yeah. was something more that I can be doing, that there was more lives I can be impacting. And I was doing it on a small scale. Cause I was always engaging with, with, with the, with our customers internally and externally right and, and that's what people love me for because i'm like i said i'm always talking people person trying to help people take solve problems and things like that but again um i started to get to that breaking point where i was like okay i've been doing this almost half my life there gotta be something else like there's always for me in my mind there's always more there's always levels to life yeah. like I, i'm never satisfied with with any level of achievement that I reach because I know that the, by the time I get there, there's always something else that I'm looking towards. Right. And so for those listening, that's important because that's huge because when, when you get to a certain level of success, like you get that promotion, let's say you become a supervisor. All right, cool. Now I'm, I need to be a manager. Oh, okay. Now I, need, now I need to be a director. Now I need to be a COO or C like it's, you should always be wanting to move up, whether it's in the corporate ladder or if you're an entrepreneur and you have a business, you should always want to be going to that next level, expanding and increasing and, and stretching yourself and thinking outside that, that box, right? I absolutely agree. I, I think that's very important. You can't stay stagnant. You got to continue to grow. You, if, you, if you're not growing, I mean, it's just like, what are we doing? So, you're dying. Yeah. You're dying. <laughs> yeah, you're literally, you're dying. Um, so how challenging is it for you to coach individuals and businesses to strengthen their mental toughness? Well, it all depends on what level they're at at the moment, right? right. Because I could take people from 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 A to B, or I could take if they're at B, then I could take them from B to C. It just depends on where they at uh, personally, and so it just you know I just take an assessment and analysis of, of where they are, mm -hmm. uh, where they were, where they are, where they want to go. And we create a strategic plan on how to get there. We implement systems, we implement strategies, and we, and we implement execution plans. And it's and, it's, and once we set those goals and strategies, then it's just a matter of checking the box, like okay, execute, 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 execute. And as we're executing, it's not just execute and and that's it. It's execute, and then at the same time, you want to again figure, you know, have that growth mindset and just be thinking about, okay, well, we executed this. How can we improve in that area? We've right. accomplished it, but is there are there any are there any areas of improvement? How can we improve? Where can we take this? Yeah. And then just, and then just going from there with every with every goal that you set and and execute, just creating that growth mindset. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you are representing with your head. Um, I want to know from you, you're known as mindset, mindset disruptor. Uh, can you explain what that means? Absolutely. Why they call you that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am the mindset disruptor. <laughs> and it's because, you know why I say that, brother? Because I like to help people. I, I disrupt people's normal ways of thinking. And the reason I say that is because growing up, uh, and dealing with this condition that's in my body and with the wheelchair and everything, I was always constantly having to adapt and adjust, adapt and adjust, adapt. Right. And it's not like I was in a car accident or I got shot or I was in the military, which is what most people think. And I was, and my life just changed like that. And then that was it. Then I just got used to being like that. Like even till this day, right now, my body every couple of years goes through its a shift. Mm. It goes through its own phase. And so every time I go through one of those phases, I have to adapt and adjust, adapt and adjust. And I think that if people can grab a hold of that concept, that that's just how life is, whether you're in a wheelchair or not, you always have to learn how to adapt and adjust to different environments. Like this whole COVID thing, yeah. right? The whole world shut down. Everybody was forced <laughs> to adapt and adjust. Right. right. And if you're going to come out on the other side of this on a high note, you're going to have to learn how to adapt and adjust. You're going to have to learn how to put things into place. And so... For me, the same way my body was becoming disrupted by this condition, 
I had to be able to disrupt that negativity and that negative mindset that I was carrying for so many years. I had to be able to disrupt that to get out of that hole, climb out and come to the point where I am today, which is the mindset disruptor, Mr. Positivity, Mr. Indispensable. (laughs) And uh, I can go on and on with the little affirmations, but the reality is, is that you have to be able to develop that mental toughness and that mental resilience. And again, there was days where I didn't feel like getting out the bed. Yeah. Even days sometimes today where I don't feel like getting out the bed, but my mindset is different. So I know that when I don't get out the bed today, I know that I'm letting somebody down. Yeah. There's somebody that's following me, there's somebody that's looking for me to show up for life. And every time I don't get out of bed, I'm letting somebody down. And I've already learned through my whole speaking career, there's been at least three or four people that I know of that because I showed up for life, because I showed up at an event, because I showed up at a corporation or a school or, or an organization, three, I think three to four people already have not committed suicide because I showed up and shared my story. And they wow. and they shared that with me through personal messages. And that's just the three or four that I'm aware of. I don't yeah. even know how many other people just weren't bold enough to share that, right? Because they may have been at a, at a dark place in life. But I'm pretty sure, man, I just, everywhere I go, I'm just an inspiration. I'm a beacon of light. And, and it's because I've been there. I've been yeah. in that dark place. I know what that feels like. I know what being, you know, having a certain level of depression feels like. So I, I know what it feels like to be afraid of the world and what the world thinks of you, how they portray you and how they perceive you and all the stereotypes that go along with that. I know how that feels. So that's why I wake up every single morning because again, there's so many people that, don't have the physical chairs but they have the mental ones and they're feeling like that and i want to show up for life and every day that i show up and i can say hey listen you know what if i can do it you can do it yeah if i can do it you can do it if it can happen for me it can happen for you and i just try to be that messenger of hope everywhere i go to everyone i meet yeah, yeah, I feel that, I feel it. Taking another pause for the cause, it's your girl Butter B. Rocker Transparency Talks Podcast. This is my baby sis, L.S. Lane, and Madam X with Send Me Your Love. Any topic, you would almost think you were seeing things. Yeah. I respect cause I don't see no queen. Don't get it twisted. Is it some real shit? I'm blowing kisses to all of my bitches. You know what I mean? All of my misses, all of the queens, and all of the misfits. We elevated, can't you see? That we all are a part of this history. Underestimated, underappreciated, but all these motherfuckers really can't admit it. No friend of me. But flick around with we to get burned. Savages win is our turn. Our validity being confirmed. Now give me some. Send me your love, sending in a text message, give me your love, long as you bless it, send me your love, send me your best love, yeah, give me your love, give me your love, send me your love, sending in a text message, give me your love, long as you bless it, send me your love, send me your best love, yeah, give me your love. Nobody, God made no mistake. Crazy communicate perfectly and perfect. Driven with a purpose, ride or die in the backseat. Allowing me to control me when I give up. You're there by my side, support every decision. Partner in crime, peanut to my jelly. Forever hold you dear to me. Send me your love, send me your love. Yeah, give me 
There are several ways you can tune in to Transparency Talks podcast, including Pandora, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Blaze One Radio in Atlanta, Squeaky Radio in Detroit, Glass FM in Nigeria, Soul City to Beat in Italy, London's Energy Radio in London, Rock Dan Radio in Canada, Soul Fusion Radio in South Africa, and Q-Mix Radio in Japan. You can listen in to any of the stations by going to butterbiraka.com. That's B-U-T-T-A-B-R-O-C-K-A.com. Follow me on all social medias at Transparency Talks Podcast, also at Butterbiraka. And subscribe today to my YouTube channel at Transparency Talks Podcast. So you had talked about COVID a little bit. Um, speaking of COVID, you know, how has it impacted your life positively, your business? You know, how has it been working for you? Well, I just want to say this. Nothing that ever happens in life is going to impact me negatively. I feel personally, that. Personally speaking, because I've already, again, built that mindset that no matter what happens, I'm not going to let nothing steal my joy. I'm not going to let nothing steal my happiness. So I'm going to always be Jose, the one who smiles, right? Right. But, um realistically speaking COVID has affected my business because i had so many events scheduled um, that had to obviously get canceled because of social distancing um but again knowing that you know knowing that knowing when and how to pivot in life is critical because instead of me going out now now i get to be in my home office and I get to do what we're doing now and, and be virtual with people. Right. One-on-one coaching virtually. I can do group coaching virtually. I can speak to an organization's team virtually. I can do a virtual event, right? There's so many events and summits right. and conferences that are going on virtually now. So I've been a part of those. And and it's really cool because now you get to, you know, you get to really reach people globally on yeah. a global level. And, and, it's, and it's awesome. So, you know, it's affecting me like that. But... You know, again, I've been able to pivot. I've been creating more digital content. I've been going on making, creating more videos and social media and, and just reaching out to people and how we can do stuff together, partnering with people and how I can add value. Um, because me, I'm all about, uh, you know, hashtag value wins. Right. <laughs> and adding as much value as I can everywhere I go as well. Because I know that once this whole COVID thing again, and again, this is, I want people to know that this, this is just a storm that we're going through, right? And it's going to pass. And once it passes, you know, where where are we going to be? Like, what are you going to do? And I want to make sure that I'm setting myself up, not only financially, but relationally. I want to build relationships with people so that when this thing is over and they're bringing people in again to speak at their conferences, at their corporations and their organizations, that they could be like, you know what? I want to bring in Jose because I remember he reached out to me and he did this and he added this value. And, uh, you know, we just built a relationship. So I want to bring him in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Speaking of bringing in, USA Today, Yahoo Finance, and Forbes named your book as one of the top 20 books to read over the summer. Like, what? How was that? Yeah, that was amazing. That was like like two or three three weeks ago. Yeah. And I got that news. I was like blown away. I'm like, wow, that's amazing. And you never know. You know, you never know what could happen. You never know how God can move things around and orchestrate things behind the scenes in your favor. And... And next thing you know, you wake up and you get an email. You're like, oh, snap, USA Today. Oh, snap, Forbes. Oh, snap, Yahoo Finance. And it's just amazing, you know. And, and again, I say that, like, with so much excitement because when I was younger, but I, never in a million years did I believe I would have been living a life like this. Yeah. And I remember our, our mentor and a coach, our friend, Les Brown, he said one time that the easiest thing he was ever able to do in life was make a million dollars. And the hardest thing he was, the hardest thing about it was believing that it could happen to him. Yeah. And yeah. that totally resonates with me because, you know, born and raised in the Bronx, New York, there's not too many millionaires out there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. And so to be able to understand that, you know, like he says, uh, like I always say, you know, your, your, your current condition doesn't have to become your final conclusion. Absolutely. And you can continue to move forward and press forward and continue to, you know, experience life and live life to the fullest and to your fullest potential. And amazing things 
happen that will blow your mind away that you never thought would be able to happen to you. So the fact that I just made Forbes and Yahoo Finance and USA Today, that's just mind blowing to me. It's just incredible. And on top of that, yesterday, I just got the email that I was uh, accepted to be a contributor to Entrepreneur Magazine. So that was another like, wow. Wow, congratulations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's basically like this quarantine is, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's had his challenges because again, I like to be in person with people. Yeah, yeah. Like you put me in front of 10,000, 20,000 live people and that energy, like that I'm, energy. In, I'm in the zone. You could, yeah. I'm in zone. When I tell you I'm in the zone, yeah. I'm zoned out. Yeah. But you know, you put me in front of a camera in the room by myself and I'm like, <laughs> there is everybody. <laughs> but yeah. I make the best of it. You know, I make yep. the best of it. Yeah, I, 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 I think the same thing for COVID. Um, I, I think I've had more positive than negative, though. I mean, of course, I can't go out on the road. And because of my injury, I just got released in April. So I had a lot of shows booked and I've been sitting out like ready yeah, to get back in the game for over a year. So, you know, you said, like, you said release like you was locked up or something. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, what it know, felt like because it I'm feels not. Like you were trapped, right? Yeah, yeah. You're not. You're not on that stage, and that, you, like, you know, that energy from that crowd, you know. So I was so ready to get back in the game, and then the COVID hit, and it's like, oh man, okay. So I need to pivot and figure out some other additional things, and I've been able to be so creative um, during this time frame. So, yeah, yeah, that's dope. So, <clears throat> what are what is one of the um, your most memorable stage moments of you being a motivational speaker? Well, I actually wrote about that in my book that just made the uh, Yahoo Finance and USA Today Forbes top 20 list to read. I, I spoke about it in great detail, but I remember when I was chasing Les Brown to meet him in person. I chased him through three different counties. I live in Florida, South Florida. So, you know, you have Dade County, which is Miami. Right. You have Broward County, which is Fort Lauderdale. And you have West Palm Beach uh, County, Palm Beach County. And so I chased him through three different counties trying to catch up to him. And this was in a period of like um, two weeks. Mm -hmm. so he was on a tour down here in South Florida going from different locations. And so I went to... Um, this one event is called the Get Motivated Seminars. It's a nationally known seminar uh, organization, Get Motivated. Shout out to Brian Forte. Um, he actually, in the first uh, tour stop that Les was at, he uh, I couldn't meet him, but I met the owner and the CEO, which is Brian Forte, and he invited me to speak the following week in West Palm Beach, which I was blown away. And that was like the first big networking event that I ever went to. And for him to invite me to come speak, he was like, I heard you're an up and coming speaker. I was like, yeah. He was like, well, can you make it next week? We're on tour. We're going to be in West Palm Beach. I was like, yeah, absolutely. He was like, well, if you can make it, I'll give you 10 minutes to show me what you got. Nice. I was like, wow, that's crazy, right? That's the power of showing up. Yeah, yeah. And so I went there the final week, and there was the, there was 3,500 people live. I'm like, wow, the energy is amazing. I could feel it, I could feel the vibes, and I'm like, man, this is amazing. I had the butterflies in the stomach. Yeah, that's but, that um, good stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's all that good stuff feeling. Yeah. And so, you know, they called me to the stage, and the way they, I couldn't get on the stage because they had steps, so the way they introduced me was I came from the back, and they kind of walked, the host walked with me down the, uh, down the aisle to the front, and we kind of just hung out in the front of the stage. Um, but it was a most amazing feeling. Uh, like I got a standing ovation. People was clapping, and yeah. it was like my first time speaking in front of that many people. And I was right. just no way. And I'm just like looking around, and I'm like, wow. Like I could see people's like eyes locked in. They're like engaged. They're like glued to the TV type of thing. Like, yo, what what is this guy gonna say? Like, I want to hear more about this guy. And they only gave me ten minutes, but I I knocked that ten minutes out the park. Yeah. And. Um, and that was one of the most uh, memorable uh, speaking moments uh, in my life because it was not only one of my first, but it was my first speaking in front of that many people too. Yeah, yeah. So for anybody that is new to um, speaking and they're trying to, you know, really get out there, what type of advice do you give them? I would say to be prepared, man. Be prepared and be ready because one of the reasons why I connected with Les Brown is because when I went 
to that event where I met him at that morning, my wife and I were up at 4.30 in the morning getting our speaker kit packages filled in. And I had like 50, I had like 50 speaker kits in my book bag that sits on the back of my wheelchair ready to give to anybody and everybody who, who was interested. Right. And so when I met Les, I was like, hey man, I've been chasing you through through on I-95, <laughs> through three different counties. I've been trying to catch up to you, man. I was like, man, I just want to shake your hand, give you a hug and take a picture. And he was yeah. like, yeah, absolutely. So we did that and I said, hey, you know what? Can I give you my information? So he was like, yeah. So he took the information. And he was like, is everything in this packet um, that I need to get in touch with you? I was like, man, you got a CD, you got a DVD, you got a business card, you got a referrals, you got testimony, like whatever you need is in there, Les. Right. I was ready. I was prepared. I had everything printed out the night before we woke up early with stuff in the envelopes and I was ready. So I would say to anybody listening to be ready, be prepared because like Whitney, uh, Whitney Young Jr. said, it's always better to be prepared for an opportunity and not have one than have an opportunity and not be prepared. And, 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 and I was yeah, and I was prepared. So be ready, be prepared. And I would say, you know, a lot of times people are, you know, they want to speak and they want to make money so quickly. They want to make money so quickly. And I get that. But I'm gonna just tell you up front: when you're speaking in the beginning, you're going to have to speak for free. That's called yeah. paying. You're going to have to pay your dues. You're going to have to speak for free. So don't leave your job uh, to go speak and you don't have a. You know a solid foundation because you got to fund the dream until the dream can fund itself Absolutely. so go out there speak at schools go speak at boys and girls clubs and ymcas and go speak at your local rotary club or your chamber of commerce those are quick easy ends that you can yeah. get in real fairly easily um you know reach out to them a lot of them are very um they already know they like to bring speakers in most of those organizations like bringing speakers in so just reach out to them you can go to their websites or go to google and type in rotary clubs in my area ymca in my area boys club in my area they're always trying to bring people who are going to motivate and inspire their, their people right especially if you're willing to do it for free and you have a powerful message that's another thing you want to make sure that you practice your message um and practice 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 so that when you get up there you can deliver a powerful message or keynote whatever they're bringing you in for presentation and uh, knock it out the park so that you know when you're dealing with chambers of commerce and rotary club those are business people local business people that can bring you in right so if they like what you're saying and they like your story they like your delivery they like your sense of humor they like your personality your stage presence your engagement right giving you hints here guys right when they like all of that after you do the freebie they're going to say hey you know what I like you so much, I'm going to bring you into my organization. You know, how much do you charge? Then that's where you can start to negotiate the price of your fees in the beginning. Yeah. So you get to a certain level where you can just say, hey, my fee is 15000 my fee is 20000 And take it or leave it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So you have um, book writing masterclass as well as mindset takeover um, class. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, so anybody who's listening or watching, like I said, we all have a story. And uh, I know like me, you know, I always wanted to share my story, but I just didn't know how to. I didn't know mm -hmm. how to develop it. I didn't know how to craft it. Again, I didn't like reading or writing, so that wasn't an option until I got to that point. But if you're listening or you're watching and you want to share your story and you want to write it, write a book about it, you know, uh, whether it's not only your story, if you have information you want to share, if you have expertise, if you have content, um, if, you, if you have any life experience that you want to share and you want to put it in book format, I have a book writing masterclass that you can sign up for. Um, and, and I show you literally from A to Z how to get published, how to write the book, how to get in the zone, everything that goes along with writing a book. Like I said, I, I just finished doing my third one and I'm super excited. And it's not going to be my last one, but it's my third one. And, uh, and so, yeah, so that's super uh, amazing. I see a couple of people that are on now watching the live. They've been through my book writing masterclass um, as well. And uh, they're there in the journey as well as, as writing their book. Um, but yeah, if you want to get that story out, definitely check that out. You can go to my website and check that out. And then the Mindset Takeover Mastery. Ooh, I tell you, that course is amazing. It sounds like it. Oh, man. Mindset Takeover Mastery. I know a lot of people during COVID have been dealing with a lot of stress, a lot of anxiety, um, just a lot of, uh, a lot going on, right? Yeah. 
uh, I've just read an article today that where, where I live in Broward County, school starts next month, they're doing it online. So I know a lot of parents are scrambling, trying to figure out what, what the heck are we gonna do? Yeah. Um, so, you know, I wrote the, I, I created the Mindset Takeover Mastery so that people can start taking over not only their minds, but start taking over everything else they want in life. Because I'm a firm believer that everything starts and ends in the mind. Yeah. What you think, what you believe, what you speak, all becomes a reality in your life. So when you can take over your mind and you can take over, you know, what you're thinking and your thought processes, that your, your attitude is all in the mind, your personality, everything is in the mind and you're releasing it verbally, audibly, right? To everyone you come in contact with. And your energy, you have an energy signature. So if your mind is polluted, if your mind is negative, and you're always thinking about the bad and what can what the worst thing that can happen, then that's the type of environment that you're attracting, right? right. But if you can start thinking posit uh, positivity and, and longevity and success and abundance and increase and overflow, then guess what's gonna show up in your life? Those things are gonna show up in your life. So that's what Mindset Takeover Mastery is about. It's about taking over your mind, but in doing so, you're taking over your life and you're taking over your future and you're, and you're making moves right now. Like the, 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 the course is going to help you to make moves right now, like taking over and taking over your mind. What can you do right now to get one step closer to what you want your future to look like? So they can go to that as well. MindsetTakeover.com, MindsetTakeover.com because it's time to take over, baby. You know what? I mean, the, the, the name alone makes you want to be like, yeah, let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> Time to take over. Yeah. Time to take over. I like it. I like it. Okay. So for a new writer, a new author that's trying to get out there, outside of taking your master class, what would you suggest to somebody they haven't actually wrote their book yet and, and they don't know where to start? What would you advise them? <laughs> that's a great question. That's one of the questions that I get asked the most is like, what was the hardest thing about writing your book? And for me, and I'm pretty sure it's for everybody else, is actually getting started. Absolutely. Once you get started and you start writing, all the memories are going to come in, all the old experiences are going to come in, old and current are going to come in, and, and you're just going to be like, oh man, hey, oh, you're going to have so many memories and so much information to write down that you're going to, it's just like the engine is going to keep moving and moving and moving. So I would just suggest that if you have a story and you want to write a book and you haven't, and you haven't done so yet and you don't know where to get started, I would just say to start writing something now. Start writing something now. But again, you want to be strategic and you want to be geared towards a, you know, a specific you know, uh, story that you want to tell. Not story, like, I mean, an overall story that you want to tell. Because in the book, you're going to have many stories. But you want, to, you want to be sending an overall message regarding your book. So start thinking about what you want to write about who you want to uh, reach, like what, what people you, you want to touch, Yeah. right? Is it going to be a book for, for women empowerment? Is it going to be a book for men to step up and, and take leadership? Is it going to be a book about entrepreneurship? Is it going to be a, 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 an autobiography about your life and, and the things that you've been through to be able to motivate and inspire people? Uh, like just figure out what, you know, type of, uh, a message you want to deliver to yeah. the, and what type of people you want to deliver it to because that's going to help you stay on track see for me when I started um, you can uh, I, I wanted to get the title of the book first so that in my mind I know which direction I'm going into yeah. Yeah. then once I did the title I started to do the, the chapter title like what do I want to talk about in this chapter like in that chapter so because that helped me stay on topic right because you can start writing about fear but then you see yourself going towards like another direction so if you know that you have a chapter for example in my book I have in a chapter called uh overcoming fear so I know that I'm staying on that topic and I'm not going to divert too much right outside of that topic and so that worked for me so if you want to write a book then those are some quick steps that you can implement but start writing something even if you can't think of a title or you can't think of chapter titles just start writing the story about your life like how you grew up where you grew up what yeah. type of experiences you had when you were growing up what type of family did you come through and one of the key things too that i want to recommend also is be 100 transparent and authentic because if yeah. you're not and your book is not fluff free people are going to recognize it and then they're not going to want to really read the rest of it. So if you can be real and raw and honest with yourself and your readers, 
that's going to come out in your writing. That's going to come out as people are reading it. They're going to feel it. They're going to start getting emotional. They're going to cry. They're going to laugh. You want to take people on a journey. Yeah. So be, but be, be mindful of that. Yeah. I saw somebody put, where can they uh, get the course? They can get that <laughs> on my website at joseinspires.com. joseinspires.com. They can sign up for the course. Yeah, let I'm, me look at I haven't even looked at the questions. I'm tripping. I'm tripping over here. I've been so, so inspired by what you're saying. have some questions here. Yeah, yeah. yeah sure I love questions that's like I my favorite too. part of everything I do too it's not letting me see all the questions we got 17 comments and it's only showing me four huh. <laughs> so I can't see everybody's question unfortunately um, that's so weird you know my, my, my stuff be acting silly okay hold on let me try one more time to see if I can see Okay, I can't see the questions, but what we can do is, um, like I had already stated to you, if you could just go to the page and make sure that you respond to everybody, you know, that's asking about your information, because I have a, a, a great feeling, a lot of people definitely need to take these master classes that you have, and I already know that it's going to be uh, a breakthrough for them. Um, so can you tell everybody, you know, how they can find you, how they can book you and everything else? Yeah, absolutely. They can go to my website, joseinspires.com. All my information is there. Um, they can follow me on any social media platform at joseinspires. Um, so it's real easy at joseinspires. That's with an S at the end. And um, yeah, follow me, reach out to me, connect with me. I want to inspire you as much as I can. I want to motivate you as much as I can. Uh, when I was younger, I, and even as a young adult, I didn't have a mentor or a coach or somebody in my corner to motivate me consistently. So if I could be that for you, definitely follow my social media. Check my wife's social media. She's funny on her. You want a nice Instagram uh, a story account or Facebook? She's funny. She be put <laughs> what's, what's your wife's information? Hers is Mrs. Inspires. At oh, Mrs. that's cute. Inspires. That's cute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm Jose Inspires. She's Mrs. Inspires on social media. Yep. It's, wait a minute. So is she a speaker as well? She's not yet. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Going through nah. your classes, you're getting it, you're getting it right. <laughs> no, she's really an introvert. She, you know, she's really introverted. Okay. And I'm the extrovert, but you know, she understands that, you know, with the book that we're writing and, and even with me as a speaker, she comes and she gets asked frequently uh, to get on stage and say a few words. So she doesn't feel comfortable really doing that because again, yeah. she's an introvert, but you know, the more she gets used to it and the, and especially with this book that, we, that we're going to drop um, coming up in the first quarter next year, I'm telling you that people are going to be reaching out to us because I, we know for a fact that marriages are hurting and struggling yeah. Uh, yeah. all across the world. And uh, if we can be like that small beacon of light that can come in and, and, and spark a flame or fan a flame or, or, or encourage or motivate a, a couple, a married couple, then uh, then that's what we want to do. Because we know that if we can help save a marriage, then we can help save a family, right? Absolutely. And we know that it's needed. So we're not, only, not only are we creating that book, we just finished the book, but we're creating a curriculum. And a, and, a, and a journal slash calendar that, that goes with it because we have some exercises in the book that are like life changing. Like it changed our lives. So yeah. what we did in our own life, we implemented that in the book uh, because every marriage isn't perfect, right? We're gonna go through our ups and downs, right? Through 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 sickness and in health, through good and bad, till death do us part. And that's the part that I want people to really grab a hold of is the till death do us part part. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, it's going to be phenomenal. It's going to be a blast. And uh, when it comes out, I know people are going to be reaching out to bring us into their organizations, to their churches, uh, to their events. We're going to be doing our own marriage conferences and retreats as well. Uh, yeah. Because, you know, it's a need. And so yeah. that's what we're always trying to do. We're just trying to find a problem and help find a solution for the problem. So we're doing that. That's coming soon. So stay tuned. What real love looks like coming soon. I, I can feel that, and I I, I think I'm going to be taking that, um, going to your uh, your class and getting that book and doing the workshop and everything. Yeah, so, yeah, it's phenomenal. I'm telling you, it's going to be powerful, powerful. And I'm not just saying that to toot my own horn. My wife and I, like I said, we've been together, married for 13 years. We've been together almost 20, so we've been through some things, right? We've right. Been through some things. 
So we know we got kids, so we know what it's like to be single with no yeah. kids, single with kids, you know, with the problems and everything, the stresses, the work, full-time job. She went to college full-time while she was going to work full-time and dealing with a husband who was in a wheelchair plus two toddlers. So we've been through a lot of stuff and yeah. we're not only surviving, baby, we thriving. We thriving, baby. I feel it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel it. Well, I want to take this time to thank you so much for coming on to my show. Um, it has been a true pleasure speaking to you today. I've learned so much. No, it's my pleasure, you know, and, uh, and I'm just excited to be here. I rocked out with Butter B Rocker and we <laughs> rocked it out. <laughs> All right. Well, with that being said, everybody on Facebook land and everybody on Zoom and on YouTube and on iHeartRadio and Spotify and all the other platforms we are on, we're about to be out. So thank you so much for coming on to the show. I wanted to say this, and I always forget this part, but this is like a very important part for everybody that's listening and watching. I wanted to do something special for your audience, Butter. And anybody that's listening, if you go to freegift.joseinspires.com, you'll get a free gift. You can go ahead and get that. It's an MP3 on the power of showing up, what I just spoke about, how showing up and everything that happened for me. So I want to bless your audience with that. If they go ahead and go to um, freegift.joseinspires.com, go ahead and get that free gift. Okay, hit it, hit it one more time so everybody in the back can hear it too. One more time. <laughs> it's freegift.joseinspires.com. Okay, and there you have it, everybody. Thank you for giving that gift away. All right, guys, so with that being said, we are out of here. I'd like to thank you guys for tuning in to Transparency Talks Podcast. I am your girl, Butter B. Rocker. We coming to you each and every week, giving you that heat, you know what I mean? <laughs> this is one of my songs entitled Promised Land. Second chance, you never.
Destination from this land. 